Hi, and welcome back to the SBLG podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about what are contingencies, a very important topic. Yep. So I am Savannah Corrales, your local San Clemente expert, and this is... I'm Andrew Lynn, your Huntington Beach local expert. Awesome. So topic for today, as we talked about contingencies on your offers um, and kind of what that really means when you're writing your offer and about to submit on a house that you really love. Mm-hmm. We're going to be going over some questions that we received on our podcast email. Yep. If you want to be featured in future episodes, have any questions, want any topics that you want to go over, please email us. It's podcast at sbluxurygroup.com. So let's get right into it. What's the first question? Okay. So the first question we have is, I have never bought a house before, but I am starting to learn more about it. I still do not really know what escrow is or what to expect. Okay. So escrow is what we typically call your homework time mm-hmm. on a house that you're about to buy. It's a very big investment. So you want to make sure that you know pretty much everything about it before you're getting into it and assuming a large loan on the property if you're financing. Yep. So escrow is a period of time. Normally it's about 30 days. Right now we're seeing a lot quicker about 10 to 20 days is pretty standard right now. So that's the time that you have to complete all of your inspections to make sure that you're still okay moving forward with this property. It really benefits the buyer to have an escrow and go through all of those inspections and everything to make sure that you're protected throughout the transaction. Um, And yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, it's a period when it starts when your offer gets accepted and it ends when you get your keys. Yes, that's... We should have just done his. His is so much easier. (laughs) I'm like, it is the way that... No. Anyways. Okay. Next question. I am self-employed. It is harder to get a loan. Oh, I am self-employed. Is it harder to get a loan when you own your own business? So I think it'll require some different documents than if you were typically... Um, employed by an employer when you do own your own business the lender will look at other things than like a pay stub or w-2 they'll typically look at like a 1099 or um, there's also bank statement loans as well too so they can take a look at bank statements so it um there's just different other documents that the lender will look at um in order to get the loan instead of looking at pay stubs or bank uh, statements yeah so i wouldn't say it's necessarily harder it's just different yeah. And less people are self-employed, more people are like W-2. So it's just not the absolute norm. But don't let that discourage you from buying a house. Yeah. Get connected with us and we'll tell you how to do it. Yep. <laughs> and we've got great lending partners that can help. Yeah. Number three, how much do I pay an agent to buy a house? Ooh. So that is, as a buyer, that's not something you typically will have to worry about. I have um, gotten this question before, though. Yes. And it's something that as a buyer, you don't typically have to worry about. Um, Traditionally or conventionally, the commission for your agent as uh, the buyer's agent is typically paid for by the seller's agent. Of course, it's going to vary from transaction to transaction, but that's typically the norm. Yeah. So if you are looking to buy a house and you're trying to figure out how much money to set aside for your agent that's going to be representing you, good to know. We're Mm -hmm. free for you. Yep. So make sure you're choosing wisely on who you want to represent you because either way, you don't pay us. We get paid when your house closes. Yep. So we work for you, but we aren't paid by you. <laughs> yep. Which a lot of buyers don't know about. All yes. Right. So shall right. we get into the topic for today? Contingencies? Yes. What are they? Let's hear all about them. So what is a contingency? 
What is a contingency? That is a great question, Andrew. And <laughs> <laughs> it is an action or requirement that must be met within your transaction. Yep. So both the buyer and the seller must agree to the terms of each contingency and sign the contract, meaning residential purchase agreement or RPA, before it becomes legally binding. And what the RPA is, is your offer that gets sent in and submitted when you want to buy a house. Yeah, so think of the contingency as like a condition that is met. Um, if the condition isn't met, um, that's- You can back out of the transaction. Right, and, um, and you'll be able to get your deposit back. Yes, because when your your earnest money deposit is um, what's kind of held during escrow to make sure that you are a serious buyer, it's typically 3% of the purchase price. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what we coach all of our clients on, making sure that they have enough for 3%. That way they can hold that throughout escrow. Um, and then if you know you have contingencies in place to protect you as a buyer to make sure that you're, if something happens, your 3% isn't jeopardized and you still get it back. Right. So um, what are the typical contingencies that we see? So there are three big ones that I want to talk about, appraisal, inspection, and loan contingency. And also just a little side note, I think it's a common misconception from watching HGTV and just like all these shows of like, I bought this house for 800000 and that's really all that goes into it. Mm -hmm. That is not all that goes into it, especially in this market right now. Yep. You need to have competitive terms, AKA contingencies, and making sure that everything is still protecting you as a buyer, um, but also being very competitive so that your offer can look the most attractive to a seller and not just the purchase price. Right. Yeah, so it's your terms of the offer, um, which include the contingencies. Mm -hmm. So let's go into our first contingency and talk a little bit about appraisal contingencies. So what is, I mean, I think the big thing is what is an appraisal? Appraisal is a third party that goes and um, takes a look at the property um, and the different features and comes up with their expert opinion of what the value of the home is. And that's based on, you know, um, what condition it's in right now and also comps that have sold in the area and kind of where the market's at right now. Right. And uh, the appra uh, appraisal amount is what the lender is willing to lend you. So they use, the lender will use that appraisal amount um, to lend you the amount, uh, lend you money. Yes. So let's say you are buying a house for 800000 that was the offer that got accepted, and the house actually appraises for seven fifty. Right. So if you do have the appraisal contingency in place, if the house doesn't appraise, um, you can go to the seller and negotiate and see if they're willing to come down on the purchase price or meet you halfway. I think with this competitive market, we've seen that sellers have been asking buyers to remove appraisal contingencies because it has gotten so competitive. Yes, definitely. Or sh even shorter appraisal period, uh, contingency periods. Yeah, so it's not uncommon to waive your appraisal. You just want to make sure that you have a good agent who knows the comps very well and is confident and your lender's confident about you removing that appraisal contingency. Right. So let's go on into the next one and talk a little bit about your inspection contingency. What is a inspection contingency? What is a home inspector? Yeah, so the inspection contingencies, I guess, would be the broadest of the three con main contingencies. It's basically the um, you as the buyer doing your homework on the home. And typically that includes a home inspection. So the home inspector 
um, is a third party from the transaction that will go and inspect different aspects of the property. So take a look at the structure, the roof, plumbing, um, plumbing to see if that if the fixtures are working properly, if the appliances are working properly, if the uh, there's any termite issues that they see firsthand. Yeah, and then AC and um, heater if it's functioning efficiently, um, and just things at a more like surface level. Yeah, in a that's sense. pretty much your bare minimum home inspection it's going to be your home inspector and then you can get more in depth from there if any issues or things that were unseen come up right and you can get other inspections in addition to the home inspect uh, inspection if anything comes up so you can get like a termite inspection mm -hmm. or wood pest inspection um and roof inspector a structural inspector uh, a mold inspector yes so there's all different kinds of inspections um but it's up to you what you think would satisfy your needs yes to make sure that you know what you're getting into with this house right and your agent can definitely help you out and determine what inspections could be needed yes so the purpose of this contingency is really making sure that the buyer is able to negotiate or cancel the sale without jeopardizing their three percent based on what the inspection turns up as or inspections plural yeah all yeah. right What's the next and then one? the last one's a loan contingency. So it's pretty straightforward. It's basically if you're able to get the loan within the specified period or not. Um, and if you aren't able to get the, if the lender isn't able to get you the loan, then if you do have a loan contingency in place, then you'd be able to um, back out of the transaction without any penalty. So when I first was learning about this, I found this pretty confusing. Um, what does that even mean? What do you mean I wouldn't be approved for it? If they already gave me pre-approval, I should be approved and there shouldn't be any type of right. problems. Not correct. <laughs> no, that's, and loan contingents or not being able to get the loan or funding is typically how people fall out of, uh, how buyers, mo like number one reason why buyers fall out of escrow. Yes, and it's why cash buyers have a little bit of the upper hand because they don't have a loan to worry about. Right. So what's one way that we could go around this and still be competitive with a loan? Um, it's working with a great, a really great lender yes. that can be able to do underwriting up front. Because then uh, what underwriting, and we'll go a little bit more about this when we talk about financing, but basically getting underwritten, the underwriter will review the files and make sure that everything um, matches and your name, you, you are who you say you are, you are, you make how much you say you make, and then they um, are able to basically approve the loan amount that they're borrowing, lending you um, up, front. And up front, and then all they need is the address for the property. But they've yeah. gone through the files and make sure that everything checks out. Yes, so it's very front loaded for the lender and a lot of the work that they do, and some lenders won't even do that because. It's not guaranteed that they're going to make any money off of it because no house is closed or doing it all up front. So um, it's very specific lenders, the top 1% and competitive lenders who will do that for you. And we have a little bit of an edge because we have a team that provides them with so much business. So we can get that done for you. So just connect with us if that's something that you need to still do. Yeah. And you can compete against cash offers. Yes. Which, which is, is nice. Which is the main point. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much all the contingencies. Brief overview really quick. We have the purchase price. Now you know that's not all you need to be thinking about. You need to be thinking about what are timelines for all of these contingencies and what they are. Yep, and your um, agent and your realtor can help you determine what kind of contingency periods, um, if any, 
that you need to go in with to be competitive with your offers. So we talked a little bit about the appraisal. So that's the third party that will go in, uh, determine the value of the property. And then the um, inspection contingency, um, bare minimum is going to be a home inspector going into the house and making sure that it is what you think it is. There's no crazy issues that come up or any type of other inspections that you want to invest in to make sure that you know what you're getting into. And then lastly, the loan contingency is just something to protect you and mostly the lender to make sure that you're able to back out of the transaction if um, they aren't able to issue you the loan that they say they will. Yeah, and it happens buyer. a lot. Yes. So that's pretty much all of the contingencies. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Be sure to um, subscribe to us on your Spotify or your platform that you're listening to this podcast on. Yep. And follow us on social media. I am Savannah Corrales on Instagram and Facebook. I'm Andrew Lynn at Andrew Lynn Homes on Instagram and Facebook as well. And you can find the podcast at sbluxurygroup.com. Or sorry, you can find SB Luxury Group. <laughs> there and you can find the podcast where you can email us questions and all that good stuff you can email podcast at sbluxurygroup.com yep so contact us if you have any home search needs and how we can help out see you next time